Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined as always by a guy with a whole bunch of kith, Gary Butterfield. Hmm. You know, kith and kind, you know, kith and kind? Yeah, I know kith and kind. You only run it, you never run into those on their own, huh? No, just kith. Well, you, you do in Magic the Gathering. Oh, go on. They're, they're a kith. It's a, it's a creature type, and kith yeah. and kithkin. And then if they if you cast some kind of shrinking spell on that, you have mini kith. Yeah, uh, there are no shrinking <laughs> spells in Magic: The Gathering. You idiot! There's absolutely a fucking shrinking spell that causes every whatever creature it's cast on to like have minus two, minus two. There is a shrink spell that I think that does minus five, minus zero. Okay, well, aren't I the asshole then? <laughs> you are. You backed into my trap. <laughs> you really got me there, man. I named the actual stat effect. Yeah, after saying that it didn't exist. That was a rhetorical feint. That was a rhetorical <laughs> lie. Ooh, Gary, I'm going to use that for now. That's a rhetorical lie. Yeah, it, it, that, that was literally a strategic little bit of rhetoric. That I was doing. Famous conversational strategist Gary Butterfield, the mind yeah. fighter. I am the mind fighter. Well, it's it's basically your mind fight thing, which is what if I lied? Like sure. it's the same thing. <laughs> like, it's it's Gary. It's mind, literally your move, man. I have a lot of moves. They're all bad. Uh, They're all and there's, lies. There's, yeah, but like yeah. lies come in many different flavors and colors. Hmm. Lies are beautiful. Lies yeah, create a new reality that is often better than the previous one. Think about that for a minute. I think that might be true of lies in general, but not of your lies in specific. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that does feel fair. Gary, I was going to ask you a question. The thing like, I've ever said. Uh, was that? I have a question for you. Okay, what's the best thing you've ever seen? Best thing I've ever seen? Yeah. Um. Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. As a single thing, yeah, you know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out because there's lots of different angles of attack here. Uh, uh, let's go, let's go with theme. Uh, my wife uh, on the altar. Fuck off, man! Come on, <laughs> say something okay. interesting to any other human being on Earth. I'm just really trying to get points with the wife. <laughs> she doesn't um, listen. <laughs> yeah, I think she might sometimes. <laughs> um, the uh, and she'd like it if she did. Uh, I'll tell her tonight over dinner. Um, the <laughs> so I uh, I went and saw Dan Flavin at the uh, Chicago uh, Museum of Contemporary Art, the MoCA. Okay, uh, a Dan Flavin exhibit, and it was a life changing art experience uh, that made me think about art in a different way. Okay, I mean, do you want to give some more details about it? Uh, Dan Gary, Flavin, Gary, take this uh, transformative visual experience and uh, shove it into words for us. Will do. Uh, Dan Flavin does work Flavin. with neon Flavin with neon colored neon lights uh-huh. uh, that he arranges in in certain patterns, uh, and it at first glance looks like shitty. You know, my kid could do that. Nothing modern art. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, I started realizing like, oh, this is about how the colors are reflecting on the surface. And then I walked around a corner, a moment I will never forget, literally, uh, and two of his works were being framed by a doorway. Have you ever been to the MoCA? Like, you've been to the Museum of Contemporary Art, right? Uh, Not in Portland, no. Uh, No, no, in uh, in Chicago. Oh, in Chicago, yes. Then yes, yes. Uh, So you know how it's set up with several U's, like U-shaped hallways. Yes. Uh, So I was going around a corner, 
uh, into one of these things. And the the passageway, the the entryway frame, made what looked like a very beautiful piece of abstract art. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, showing everything beyond it, and it made me consider art as a thing that takes its environment into play and can be about how a you know an individual act disrupts the things around it not necessarily just itself yeah and, and how have you incorporated that well. into duck feed uh generally through uh the summer of come and piss two okay yeah. uh, on abject suffering yeah abject suffering is where you're doing your most bold artistic work it's really i mean i've been playing a character on that show for like nine years now yeah and nobody's quite picked up the subtext but i mean it's a nuanced character very nuanced. He has a lot of problems. Like daddy issues, mommy issues, a lot of failed relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, complicated relationship with weight and food. That stuff Health. with the bee guy. The bee guy. Good God. Uh, the bee guy, that whole thing. The clown. Um, there's a clown, right? The Well, there was a clown. Did the clown die? Uh, the clown died. <laughs> Wait, did Buffalo uh, there, really the die? Well, and the day it died, there was a movie about it. Sure. Yeah. Jerry um, Lewis. He won't let us see yeah. it. Motherfucker. Yeah. Did well, Buffalo die? Uh, Buffo, kind of, if so, it's being hidden from the okay. Buffalo community, okay. but it does seem likely <laughs> if you, if you, go, <laughs> if you go to his Facebook page, it really does seem like that's what's going on. <laughs> Why uh, are there a lot of some pictures of like fun tombstones? No, 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 no. There's just a lot of people asking about him. Uh, and <laughs> a lot of people, Buffo, uh, like, po- you know, post a picture of yourself holding today's newspaper. 100% just people like, hey, I haven't heard from Buffalo for a while. Is he okay? And for a while, Buffalo's wife was just like, Buffalo's fine. He's just resting. And now it's just silence, which makes me think. <laughs> so now we're more worried that maybe Buffalo's wife has died. I, it's possibly the entire Buffalo line has oh, has gone out of favor. We have to find hurt. the true heir. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. We all played uh, Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing that Buffalo wasn't uh, necessary to the prophecy. It didn't just you know end the game when he died. Uh, what's the what's the what's the 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 best thing you've ever seen? I'm deeply irritated that one of my answers is also an installation artist exhibit at that exact museum. Uh, Art is transformative. Uh, is it? Um, it, but well, it can't. Why are you is it? Or are we just dumb visual receiving <laughs> machines? Okay. If art Same can affect thing. me, does that does that mean the art is good or that I am dumb? Not everything means you're dumb. Lots of things do, though. Huh? I mean it, but it doesn't mean that a lot of things do. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's an Icelandic artist named Olafur Eliasson who also okay. does these kind of like visual like uh, he does some neon stuff, but he also just does like weird spaces. Okay. Uh, and I do very per- like there's an exhibit that he does where uh, I wasn't even sure if it was part of the exhibit. Like you go into this like very dark hole, basically like. And there's a couple turns because it needs total darkness. And then you come around the corner and it is a room with a rubber floor with uh, water misting down and a light just shining through it to make rainbows. Um, okay. Yeah. And that sounds yeah, awesome. It was. Yeah. No, he's he's really cool. Unless he's a shitty person. He might be a shitty person. Well, um, also, I guess Anne Flavor might be a shitty person, too. We forgot yeah, to, to put that out there. Yeah. Hippie army. Or I don't um, know. Like. Probably, probably uh, Yellowstone Park, like up in the mountains and like okay. over the valleys. I don't know. There's a lot of. Good I'll, I'll stuff. tell you something uh, that, that's an absolutely true thing about myself. I've never had that experience from nature. Nature just doesn't do it for me. I don't. I don't care for nature, but I like vastness. I like vastness. 
uh, but I prefer an artificial vastness. You know, I get that feeling from being in a big hangar, like a park. I do pussy? a big park. Oh man, why hot dog down a hallway? Am I right? Sure, or could be fine. Uh, oh, Gary, that's right. Uh, you know what I should? What my actual answer was? Uh, there's a part of the Star Wars ride at Disney that is, uh, yeah. a, a beautiful artificial vastness. Nice. Genuinely, really, 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 really visually impressive. One of probably the coolest thing I've ever seen at a theme park. Don't want to spoil it. It's part of yeah. Rise of the Resistance. We're gonna go at some point. Me and uh, me and the uh, the wife. That might be what we do for our honeymoon. Nice. That'd be awesome. Gary, should we do I, double honeymoon? That is a uh, will be awkward. What with the sex, and I had a honeymoon already. Uh, if you recall, I don't. Uh, we're talking about keepers. How did how did it inconvenience me? Um, I wasn't around. We had to double up a week. Okay. Oh, oh now I remember. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the, uh, I, I had to use the filing system. Yeah, the, the uh, file under M for me. Um, <laughs> it's a big file, use biography. It's, it's a big file. <laughs> it's a lot of empty folders surrounding one very large filing cabinet. <laughs> inside the M's, there's another alphabet. <laughs> that, like me, comma, Gary. <laughs> well, uh, well, there's one hole that's me, comma... Uh, Gary, comma, inconvenienced by. Yes. <laughs> That's, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Keeper's Kin today. This is an interesting item I've never used because I haven't completed all the Tainted Keeper stuff. Yeah, and you have to de- defeat Delirium. Uh, that's a that's it, a rough, rough, a rough unlock for a pretty meh, interesting but meh item. It's real, it's emulating something really weird. Uh, it's emulating, like, the fact that there's little spiders in the, uh, Super Greed fight i think mm-hmm. by making rocks uh useful uh and will sometimes spawn uh blue spiders and if you destroy rocks they'll give you blue spiders blue spiders we've talked about a lot they're uh a little harder to aim than blue flies but they do more damage yeah the, the, you, you never don't want them yeah it's just real this is a real weird way to get them you know uh seems fine but not exciting to me. Yeah, uh, it's it's a cute idea, and it's not something that you usually see them do with like I, they do this more often with poop, like poop generating yes. things for you. But and the nice thing about rocks is that they're consistent throughout the entire run. Yeah, they don't run poop, out the way poop, poop disappears. Does. But yeah, rocks will always be there. That's how I feel about so. the bathroom too. Yeah, it's the room where always poop gonna disappears. have rocks. Yeah, you you can uh, sometimes I like to throw a rock down my toilet just to remind it of poop if I haven't pooped in a while, just to give it a snack. Okay. Uh, Gary, mm-hmm. real quick, how much have you spent or had spent on you on plumbing over the last year? Very little. I rent, baby. Well, I'm say, saying, how, how much is the... Oh, okay. has the, have the property management companies yeah. paid? Not my business. Not my problem. That's fair. You know? I don't know. I just tell them there's a problem. They come fix it. Uh, give uh, it to ICE. Well, the DJ revolves it. <laughs> yeah, he does. I uh, don't got a hand at ICE. Um if you uh, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash TV. Still no reviews dollars. this week. Maybe uh, do something about that. Yeah. Stop being withholding. Stop being withholding. It's a withholding. form of abuse. I'm, Gary, that's a tricky. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. After I said it, I realized. It's, uh, yeah. It's yeah, I'm all right. Well. Gary, just be, I think we can get away with it as long as you sound sheepish for another like 10 seconds. Okay. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Gary, can I get it real quick, just for my files, a real quick, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 20% less jizzing. I'm sorry. 
Went way more jizzy. Uh-oh. Yeah, went the wrong way. Being told not to jizz. So <laughs> oh, no, it unlocked something. Um, I am sorry. No, it still does need to be sawy. Oh, I'm sawy. <laughs> yeah, it's everything I wanted and more. Uh, <laughs> no ghost. I am sawy. Sounds racist uh, without the I without the know. baby voice. I don't know. This is the hardest thing you've ever asked me to navigate. I'm playing irritating stick, except it's yeah. irritating dick, and the irritating dick is you. Yeah, that's every episode <laughs> of the show, though. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every item, trinket, character, and boss in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is a man who uh, has been having sex with the Keeper and uh, got up in the cunnilingus, Will Hughes. Gary, um, Vito. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, Vito. Real Vito? Did the I'm sorry help? I... Yeah, it helped, I guess. No, you're right. I was performing cunnilingus on the dead child tainted keeper. Uh, and that's why this is Maybe keeper's it was one box. of the shopkeepers. Also and dead children. Well, some of them seem pretty big. Maybe There's no adults. grown-ups in this game except mom. Yeah, and dad. Dad doesn't show up. His voice does. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> oh no! I didn't realize I said something what's, bad. What's I'm the fuck? Back on what's it. the fucking game? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a scene with you. Just name the fucking game, UCB. I'm trying. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused because Vito is usually very serious. Yeah. I, uh... Hey, I'm Vito, and I'm very serious. Ooh. Very serious. I hang out with uh, uh, Thorland, whatever his name is. The, you know the name of one of the, the goons from um, uh, the clerics from Dark Souls 1? Jesus. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Thor- Thorland is the place. Yeah, Thorland is the place. I can't remember the guy's name right this second. Doesn't uh, uh, Vince? Well, there's the, oh, it's Vince and Nico. Yeah, no there we go, go. Which you yeah. combined into Vito. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't get all the parts and take them to the blacksmith. Gary, the can you real Titan. fast uh, hold your hands over your head for a minute and make sure you can keep them up there? Okay. That's how you test for a stroke. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is week two of us recording. <laughs> yeah, be I'd nice. Also, Me? I'd also like to like to point out that I got up extra early today because when I go to Milwaukee, I had to get up at 3.30 in the fucking morning to go. So I'm, I'm trying to adjust my sleep schedule. Because you're hitchhiking. Because I'm I'm gonna walk. I figured I could use the steps. Gary, so. absolutely. I I I think you're gonna be in really good shape once you get there. God, I wish that were true. Put on some weight. Have feelings about it. Yeah, uh, what you up to, buddy? Oh, I no, I don't know. Like I don't I don't know what's happened. I've been dieting for a little bit too. I've, I've been trying to to fix it, but I don't know. Got some yeah. got some weight. It's just relation. It's happy relationship weight. But I want to uh, get rid of some of it. Yeah, I'm running it. I'm running my my, my my 290, same as always. I I yeah, I I'm like 265 right now. My cruising altitude is 245. Okay. 
That's what I'm trying to get back to. And it, it has nothing to do with uh, vanity. I just like feeling more able. Like, I want to be able to feel like I can move around and it's easy and it doesn't like, you know, it's not difficult. Yeah. I mean, get, get some Gary, more mastery over my physical instrument. Gary, we want to, maybe we get you that, uh, the lap band surgery. Ooh, we could do it on each other and save money. Oh my God, Gary, I've really been looking to cut some, some stuff out of my budget. And I think us yeah. doing lap band surgery on each other is going to really be the thing. I've been looking to cut some stuff out of your budgie stomach, your budgie stomach. Let's take a second. Okay. Okay. I reset. Yeah. I had one drip of coffee left in my coffee cup and I was just letting it kind of slowly slide down. It was very relaxing in its own way. My jokes will be good from now on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to play with the stuff on my desk anymore. So I think we're both making some serious improvements to the show here on out handshake do you think if we do lap band surgery on each other it would we do it in the 69 position i think we would have to have someone go first gary i think that's the only medically responsible thing for us to do yeah um who wants to go first oh you want to go first yeah that's great like i want to see how it goes before i have it done to me absolutely no i'm doing it to you i'm doing it to you i call dibs on doing the surgery well you should have clarified you're right, Gary. No takes, no takesies, backsies. No takesies, backsies on dibs and lap band. Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be, I, I think I know what it is. So it's, it's going to go well. You're basically cutting out a chunk of like the small intestine or something, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the comedian Mike Schmidt had it. Uh, so I heard a lot about it on his podcast that I used to listen to. The 40 year old boy. Uh, a often four-hour monologue from a stand-up <laughs> comedian. It goes into lap band digressions. It's it's one of the I, I've never, I haven't listened to it in years. It was one of the funniest things I ever heard. Sometimes I get that. So, uh, we're talking about Keeper's Box today. We are. Uh, this is uh, neat. Yeah, this is this is actually uh, very similar to an item that got modded in mm-hmm. uh, as well, which was called Portable Shop. Uh, and that's kind of what this does, except instead of giving you a shop, it just gives you a shop item Yeah, uh, that you have to pay for. It's a four-room charge, active item, and it just puts a thing on the ground that you have to pay for if you want it. Could be a pickup, could be a pedestal item. Yep. Uh, only shop stuff, of mm-hmm. course. It is literally just a portable shop. Uh, this is pretty neat. I think it. Um, one of the cool things about it is, again, shops run out, like about a halfway point of the game. Like, mm-hmm. having access to buy shit. Uh, you know, in the womb and onward is cool. Yeah. Uh, four, four room charge is pretty, uh, generous Two, Sorry. I've got yeah. a little bit of hiccup. That's okay. Uh, it's, it's also four room charge really nice because you're going to get some bad rolls on this. Oh yeah. You're going to get a lot of bad rolls on this. Yeah. Like a bomb and you don't need a bomb or a key. You don't need a key. You never uh, need a key. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say okay. it. next time you yeah, play. No Isaac, key meta. Yeah. No key meta. Like keys yeah. slow you down. Um, yep. they only let you into rooms that have not important stuff in them. Uh, well, they're you, ugly. They're aesthetically quite bad. We're all about us. Like we're talking about art and nature and you, shit. We're all about aesthetics today. Gary. You got to care about your Isaac drip. You, oh my God, your fit, your fit needs to be fleek. Fleek drips and fits. Uh, that's my, that's my, uh, law firm. Fleek drips and fits. Yep. Ooh, style law. 
that's kind of like the um Gary did you ever like this is like a it's an old like kind of like story from the old west but there was a uh there was a a, a gunfighter uh, but the crazy thing about the gunfighter was he wasn't a human being he was a panda okay. bear okay and he had uh attachment issues so he was always like you know he couldn't stick around in any one place for very long. I don't know if he was being pursued or what. Yeah, he was the a panda the panda bear gunfighter who eats, shoots, and leaves. Oh. <laughs> Is that off the dome? No, that's an old joke book joke. Oh. Well, I'm just That I made longer with words. <laughs> Back in, baby. The worst thing about old jokes is they're so concise. Uh, <laughs> finally, there's somebody to fix that. Uh, Gary, I think I've done this on the show before. I'm going to do it again. Uh, This is a joke that I got from the Clue books when I was a kid, and it's still one of my favorite jokes. I've almost certainly told it to you before, but uh, go ahead and ask me my job and then ask me what the hardest part is. What's your job? I'm a comedian. What's the hardest part? Timing. (laughs) Yay. Still works. Still makes me laugh. Still works. Uh, Did I tell you about... um, there was a guy uh, at a... <laughs> Sorry, Gary, I'm just reflecting on the fact that on my fucking comedy podcast, I'm just sitting here doing joke book Re- jokes. Referring to jokes. Second yeah. week. Everyone be nice. Um, be also, nice. Also, I've been... I, uh, what, uh, what, what's, what's, what kind of... Okay. Uh, what, what kind of... I'm going to tell a joke now, but it starts with the same setup of me asking. Sure. Uh, what kind of job do you do? I'm a comedian. Do you know what the difference is between uh, being a comedian and a proctologist? What's that? Proctologist only has to deal with one asshole at a time. <laughs> I, I, I had like an old uncle guy tell me that at one point. That's fun. Like not my uncle. Oh, just an uncle type. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not my, uh, just a very avuncular man. Um, one thing I was thinking, you were saying how people had heard that before. Something I'm experimenting with is the fact that uh, nobody cares about that. Only I, yeah. like we do. And also if, like, if you have forgotten the listeners fucking forgotten. Oh, you've absolutely. Also, like everyone who started out listening to the network has left. Whatever is it left? We cycled through. Yeah. It's the reason why Retronauts can keep doing episodes about fucking Mega Man. Oh, and, like <laughs> just. Uh oh, Gary. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I, Jeremy's I feel small that but joke. tough. I feel comfortable with that, that joke. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, they revisit topics and they're, they're open about it. I'm not telling tales out of school. Yeah. I mean, some like, of yeah. us are still hoping to get the invite someday, you know? I, that'd be great for you, man. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I don't know why that felt fucking mean. <laughs> I'll put in a good word for you next time I'm on. Uh, I don't think I get a lot Saturday. of credit for being the video games editor of a major uh, website. I, I don't, people just don't understand that you're funny. They listen to everything you say and they don't get it. I just. <laughs> See, that was mean on purpose. Yeah, that I, was good. I loved it. Yeah, if, uh, if people like this show, what should they do? Uh, then go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and donate to the network. Uh, reminder, you, uh, besides getting access to uh, all the current bonus stuff that comes out you also get access to all the past bonus stuff i assume mm-hmm. uh you do of which there is like hundreds of hours of yes. uh, good shows we try to make it uh, a lot of stuff yeah uh here's the thing gary and cole are both um uh, is it fair to say woke soy boys uh mm-hmm. who are extremely nervous about feeling like they're overcharging people for stuff so they don't care if you just come in for one month steal it all and then leave yeah 
It's uh, you can do it to us, and you can do it to Hardcore Gaming One Hundred and One, and get eBooks, all their eBooks. That's not even me and, being mean. Y'all say that every time. Yeah, yeah. It's it, we don't like uh, you know, getting, we, 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 <laughs> attaching a value to your work. Yeah, it feels bad. I, yeah. I'm getting more and more comfortable with it, but it, it's you know, it's hard. <clears throat> you understand that, right? Did you ever have that problem, Gary? I don't like being paid for anything. Yeah, I, I, I figured as much. And I consider everything I do to be inherently valueless. So yeah, you you totally get it. Yeah, you're you're the, the person who gets it the most. Yeah, but I still smelled weakness. No, I hear music. I want to fucking dance. Yeah. <laughs> Bubby, Bubby. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything jar in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes and I'm joined by Gary Butterfield. Hey, it's me. Yeah, I got I got the I got the joke thing in at the start, so I didn't have to say it the to your intro. Name. Yeah. You're messing with the format. I like it. I'm just playing jazz. It's, it's baby. never too late to start experimenting with the format. Might be too late. We, we've officially passed into the last line of the collection page, Gary. It's too late. Yeah. It's it's scary as hell. <laughs> it's very very really scary. <laughs> uh, like we had to, we we thrown out a lot of ideas for what to do, and then we're like, yeah, that'd be good. And then and I can't speak for you. For me, I then I'm like, oh, that's settled. And then I move on and think about other stuff in my life, and then forget to worry about this. Uh, so. I'll t- see. I just will never worry about this. That yeah, that's. Uh, because ultimately, uh, we've long since accepted that the content matters way less than the tone and the personality. So whatever we come up with, will be fine. I, I, I agree with you. I'm still pushing for the Pokemon thing. I think it gives us a lot to talk about, but we can talk about it. it. Lots to talk about it. I, uh, we, we will talk about it. I just, I, the, our, you and I are both people who suffer from anxiety. They just manifest in different ways. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. God, Gary, I I was anxious today. I've been anxious all day. Until this. Man, uh. Yeah, well, I'm glad to, I'm, I'm glad you're not feeling anxious right now. I had a really bad anxiety week last week, so yeah. I get it. Uh, and I got to get I got this trip coming up, and I'm really nervous about it. Like Gary, first time we've mentioned in a long we're, time. Yeah, we're yeah. both taking trips this week. Yeah, it's just it's it's going to be tough, you know. Uh, first time seeing Cole like since before the the pandemic. Oh, we're gonna wow. hang out and like we've both been me and Cole get along really really well, but like when we're in enclosed space after this much time of isolation, you know, I've got you know, I just I hope it's smooth and i'm sure it will be it's me being nervous about myself like am i gonna act like a weirdo i'm not nervous I, about cole I, I i do worry that maybe he got uglier you think so i don't what if know he got, like, what if he went so far the other way and fuck, now he's what if he got really an absolutely like he's he's a choanicky adonis he's well i'm not even talking about like getting buff i'm saying like i think like I've seen the pictures from when you started. Cole is handsomer yeah. now. You're both handsomer now than you were when you started because you oh, were fucking. You. Well, I mean, you were fucking. You met on the something awful forums. It was a <laughs> low pit <laughs> to rise under out under a of. bridge. Yeah, yeah like yeah. did you meet under the, uh, the internet's uh, sewer bridge? Yeah, like the guy who sells you void mayonnaise in uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was us. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. A, you might just uh, both be too handsome now. 
to to get along. It might it might trigger your alpha male instincts. Yeah, we, we are going to be we are basically going to be uh, hip checking each other out of the way for just, handsomeness opportunities. Just and not uh, to be clear, Gary is a in a monogamous loving relationship, but yep. doesn't mean he doesn't like to peacock. Yeah, well, and it also doesn't mean well, I, maybe if we're both that handsome, I can use that to my advantage as a wingman. You know? You're going to wingman for Cole? Yeah. Why did you say that? Like that was uh, inherently a joke. <laughs> you know, it's not inherently funny. It's pretty. It's pretty inherently. It's, it's funny. plausible. It's let's, not let's plausible. It. You be it's, Cole. Okay. 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 Uh, you you're Cole, and uh, a lady, uh, attractive but approachably attractive. There's so much up. going on here in terms of both how bad you're going to be at this and then how bad I'm going to be at Cole being bad at this. It's so fun, though, right? This is me taking into experimental new places. Sure. All right. It's fraud. It's our kind of fraud. Okay. She's come up. Hey, uh, how's it going? Do you like podcast? Uh, and then she says, I guess I'm playing her as well. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> she goes, absolutely, I do. Uh, and then I say, uh, well, if you like podcasts, you should check out uh, my, my, my partner here and I. But my partner here does this uh, this podcast network, founded it himself, uh, does all of the back end running, all of the tax stuff, all the payroll stuff. It's incredibly impressive. His name's Cole. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's here. Hey, Cole. Say hi. Uh, hi. Uh, what's your favorite episode of Get Smart? <laughs> Oh, I like the one where they go use the tube of silence. Noob. Bye. Oh, oh, he doesn't mean that. He's got a very dry sense of humor. Listen, we're having a meetup uh, later. I own, I own my uh, own house. I talk a lot how I paint. I, I've got two cats. He is a homeowner and a family man. And we're going to be at the Punchbowl Social later tonight. Uh, do you want to come up and maybe uh, see? He's got a beautiful singing voice. We might do some private room karaoke. I could show you my whale shamrock. Yeah, he can. Uh, he'll he'll play. He'll sing a. What, what's your favorite Foo Fighters song? Do you like the Foo Fighters? You're I still, love them. Yeah, especially you're still playing the fucking woman. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, so does he. So uh, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. I'll let you guys get to know each other. That so, was weird, right? That guy was. Uh, I don't actually like that guy. Uh, I've, I'm kind of stuck in a business relationship with him. How could you? Do you? Hey. Is he the guy who gave out your phone number? I read about that on Kotaku. Yeah, he uh, he gave out my phone number, and I got I got swatted and then doxxed and then swatted again. It was uh, oh, you poor thing. Puts hand on arm. Oh, sorry, I'm not interested. Oh, well, that's okay. Maybe we could just be friends. I'm not in the market for new friends. Oh well, that's okay. I'm gonna go subscribe and patronize anyway. Yeah, that's that's great. Patreon.com/slash/duckfeedtv. Excellent. Here's sixty dollars. And, and scene. scene. Okay, we did it. See, we did it. It was perfect. I don't know enough <laughs> things about Cole to be mean about Cole. <laughs> I think you're doing if, a pretty good job. If Cole's here, I can be mean to him, but it's yeah. hard to just come. He's just so genial and nice most of the time. And also, you're such an abusive asshole. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beautiful this man. Is, this, is my, this is my tax golem. <laughs> no, this is my little back-end tax man. <laughs> He's not my back-end boy. How dare you? <laughs> I was just Hi, this, to... is, this is the bearded man who does all my scut work. <laughs> he doesn't do my taxes for one. Okay. I have to pay a very uh, reasonable lady to HR block. But but otherwise, uh, no, it's just a very impressive thing to me. It's not, a, I can't do it. Yeah, but you're six. I'm six? Yeah, the, the man makes the numbers go. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't. Golly, ma'am. Well, and also I was trying to appeal to this hypothetical character I created who was impressed by family, the Foo Fighters, and uh, acumen about numbers. That's the other thing. You're, you were selling him like a husband. <laughs> I was trying to get... I will not leave Milwaukee until Cole is married. It's <laughs> a wonderful... <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> of course, we're talking about everything, Jar. Yeah, no, this is uh, uh, this is cool. Uh, this is an Eden unlock. This is a regular Eden. This is Eden's yeah. Beast unlock. Yes, uh, which means I played with it a bunch, uh, unlike Tainted Eden. Uh, this is an active item with a 12-room charge, one of those bad boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like a 12-room charge item, it has a big effect, potentially. Uh, the cool thing about this is the modular nature of it. Yeah, so um, uh, every level of charge on this thing, uh, you can use this before it's fully charged. And if you use it before it's fully charged, uh, depending on how much charge it has, you get a different item. Yes. Um, the uh, And these go up in quality generally. Yes. So like, uh, poop, the more charged, the better. Yeah. Uh, until you get some really good stuff. Like you said, you can get a golden key and a golden bomb, which can be really run changing. Yeah. You, this is one uh, of the only ways to, time. if you have this item, it's one of the only ways to reliably generate a golden key or a golden bomb. Yeah, which, which makes are, it, I don't, uh, if we've never talked about those, those are keys and bombs that uh, don't. If you pick one up for the rest of the floor, you do not use keys or bombs when you would normally use them. Yeah, you have unlimited. Yeah, uh, very very powerful with the bombs. You can just you, you'll blow up every rock because maybe you'll get a crawl space. Yep. Uh, the big kind of payday for this, and it takes a long time to get online. The big payday for this at twelve charges gives you uh, a variety of pretty neat effects, some of which are bad. It's uh, it's it's a huge list of them. I have not read yeah. all of these effects, but it is a huge list, some of which are real zonks. Yeah, uh, just absolute dog shit things, like closing all the doors in the room and putting enemies in front of them. Um, or like some of them which only work if you're fighting, if there are like, like, like there's one that does damage, but you're not going to use this when there's shit in the room. No. Room. No. I'm Polly Shore. Room. Uh, in the by ooh to um, my mom um, ran the comedy stuff or yeah, the, uh, and then I went on to become the unseened man. Yeah, that made so much more sense uh, when you find out that Polly Shore's mom was running the, like the most popular comedy club in L.A. for many years. Mm-hmm. Well, I always thought that was very funny. That's called the comedy store. Well, because that's what uh, they're selling, man. Yeah, I know. It's just it's very direct. It's like a it's like one of those places called like mailboxes, et cetera. Well, you I know, feel like that has a lot of ambiguity store. to it. You can fit a lot of things in a mailbox, et cetera. The container store. The container store is a great example. I love the container yeah. store. Yeah, I think it's a dress barn. You know, really funny name for a store, I think. Uh, it's got That has some metaphor to it, though, doesn't it? Metaphor? Yeah. Like, it's you know, it's not a real barn. You look at it. It's not shaped like a barn. It's not, uh, it's you not think the, made of red the, wood. Do you think a dress barn is a metaphor for a barn? Yeah. Like, it's okay. supposed to make you think of, like, kind of a rural space where dresses, like, you know. Where dresses old t- happen. Old-timey kind of, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of dresses yeah. in the fucking dress barn. Well, dress barn, yeah, that's that part is not under contention. It is the place for dresses. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what, like, uh, Noodles and Company? Noodles and Company? That company like, is, again, I'm, that's vague, though. That's like the et cetera well, or Bed Bath & Beyond. Have you been there lately? Because they def they, uh... They get they do provide company. I've wink, only been wink. to a Noodles and Company once. Wink. Oh, it's it's Noodles and Companionship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever form that wants to, you want that to take. Uh, obviously, with a, a modular menu. Ooh, 
Yeah, it's a, I'm anyway. saying it's a it's a kind of pasta brothel. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to speed you, around you, the bush you, here. You just uh, uh, stumbled upon a new cellar door. <laughs> yeah, pasta well, brothel is really good, man. Yeah, I, yeah, and you know where it's located, right? Where's that? The Red Sauce District. <laughs> oh, you are killing it, man. Good hey, thanks, man. I feel good about it. I'm going to get you married. The <laughs> already married. Uh, sent the save the date out. Didn't hear from back. Back from you. I well, I didn't know what I was supposed to reply to the email. I thought the idea was that was a stopgap. Well, it is, you but you can but you can send me a little message that says, hey, that picture looked cute. Uh, I didn't look at the picture. I just saw Fuck the you. <laughs> it just came up last night. Open it right now. Okay. I've had less than 12 hours to fuck with this, man. (laughs) No one's arguing I'm not being unreasonable. I've been busy. Oh, um, hold on a second. Sorry, March. Homer, I've been busy. All right. Let me see if I think this is indeed a cute picture. All right. I'm going to click to open. Real reaction. Oh, that is a very cute picture. Yeah. That's adorable. I'm fatter than that now. (laughs) I think in your face you look the same. I, it wasn't meant to be mean. I just I, I, know, I don't I know. know. I all right, Gary, uh, list off all the effects that this fucking 12 charge item can have. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, random amount of pickups. So kind of just like hitting all the points on the way. Gives you a fly, friendly orbital fly. Uh, gives you a bunch of disposable allies. So blue spiders and flies and dips. Uh, spawns enemies, like basically turns into a challenge room uh, there. Does nothing. That sucks. Uh, the, the marquee thing is it spawns an item. The item... Uh, cycles between nine different items 30 times per second so it's like a random item basically mm-hmm. um you can get an item uh, and the items from the current pearl pool uh spawns many colored beams of light around the room that damage enemies uh fills the room with poop uh spawns six troll bombs flips all the sprites on its side giving you random tier effects for the rest of the room like data miner one of the worst items of the game spawns many shopkeepers around the room uh and spawns a gigabomb uh that, As a pickup uh, yeah. that lets you pick it up, and then the next thing you yes. do will do a Gigabombs one are room awesome. clear. Yeah. It's extremely hard to get them. Uh, you can get them with that fuse cutter uh, trinket as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, having a Gigabomb is really difficult to do. And I'm going to go ahead and say, Gary, that the 12 charge effect of this sucks. I it's It can be very disappointing because you wait a really long time. I think it's very useful ma- as like a utility item, though. The major mm-hmm. utility here is a you can basically, if you're manipulating your charge properly, generate whatever pickup you want or need. Yes. And at worst case scenario, it's a penny every two rooms. Yeah. You know, which is uh, better than the wooden nickel, you know. Yeah, More or a bomb every three or a key every four. Those are all. That's great. That's actually then really, also, really powerful. And then also, uh, it's worst case scenario, it's the same thing as a uh, bottle of pills. Right, mm-hmm. six rooms for a pill, which is not very good, but seven rooms for a card rune or soul stone, and then up, like the the seven yeah, through eleven soul heart, then too. gold heart, then golden key, then golden bomb. Those are all, all of those. I would say from gold heart up are probably worth more than the effect you would get when firing this off at twelve. It's a thing where I didn't really realize that it was a good item, uh, and partly because I was just waiting for it to fully fill up. Well, you're not you're not trained by the game to to fire off items when they're not charged yeah yeah so i need to give this another shot and i'm looking forward to it yeah it's a cool idea for sure absolutely uh if people like the show then go to patreon.com slash duck tv give us some money 
Yeah. And then you can also go to ratings and reviews. So we have some for the final run of the uh, Isaac run. Oh, it's you don't want us so to depressing. not have anything to read. Oh, my God. Just to like – and we'll just – if there's no review on the last episode – We'll yeah, just end. We'll just like fade off. Yeah, we won't do anything. I won't We're do all the, the big stuff I've been preparing. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, we will not do that. Gary, I have plans. Yeah, bringing back every single character. Oh, baby! The bus comes <laughs> back, baby. That's phenomenal. I somebody go out there and list them all, please. Yeah, please. Yeah, in the, the slack. In the slack this week. Or yeah, list every character. Gwen has been looking for more hours. Um, <laughs> like, uh, uh, no ghost. No ghost. Welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that talks about every tainted character and tainted character and tainted character and tainted character in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me, as always, is the reverse version of Future Phantom X, Lil Hughes. Uh, yeah, Gary, that's me. Are you saying Phantom X like the, the, the X-Men character? The Yeah. Okay. He becomes a polyon in the Here Comes the Future arc at the end. Ah, of the there we go. Time. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Gary, how do you feel about the reveal that weapon X is actually weapon 10? I love that. Yeah, it's cute. That's my kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's real fun. It's tainted character time. Character. So, Gary, uh, we have talked about uh, Tainted Apollyon's item before. Tainted Apollyon's item is Abyss, uh, which is the item that, uh, when you use it, consumes a, uh, a pedestal item and turns it into a little red fly that you can fire out. Uh, yes. So you're basically taking an item and turning it into a guaranteed increase to his DPS. Yeah. And really, really phenomenal once you get a uh, critical mass of them. We talked about that when we talked about Abyss. Uh, I think because we thought we already talked about this character. Yes. Uh, which we had not. Uh, so, other than that, there's not much to him. He's got two heart containers. and He's got, I think, standard. Uh, his tier rate's a little bit slower. Other than that, mm-hmm. uh, he's got normal damage. He's a pretty standard character uh the one the coolest thing about him is his visual which he fucking looks like a junji ito character he very specifically looks like the the lady whose face is consumed by the spiral which i just bought a print of that uh at a thrift store i found like a little print of that uh that image that it was a maki uh the only ito Uh, i've actually ever read is just uh amagara fault oh Uh, uzumaki is worth it uzumaki is great i'm maybe a little cooler on junji ito than some of my friends even Mm -hmm. though i bought and read everything he's done uh it's always fun and interesting looking uh some of it is not much more than that. I yeah, think. but uh, Ooh, maybe we'll pi- maybe we'll pivot to every uh, every case of World of Horror. Ooh, 
the uh, the roguelike uh, Uzumaki game. I'm looking for an excuse to play that. It's fine. Uh, it's it, it looks great. Uh, it doesn't play astonishingly well. It's the kind of thing that'll end up in uh, on WAF at some point, so I can say the same thing. That'd be an interesting WAF, yeah. No, yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, someday, should, yeah, Gary. What should uh, what should people do if they like this? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, we we did have like a ten minute digression into Cole's uh, romance. Yeah, life last episode. You know, so th- it does seem like we're later in the episode than we are. We gave a lot. That's bonus content, by the way. You only get that if you're a. a patreon subscriber yeah I'll, f- I'll figure out how to do that technically gwen <laughs> gwen help gwen help uh, <laughs> the uh god gwen's great gwen uh, is great uh i've yeah. got let's see what do i have on my desk yeah i've got my notes i've got today. my john wick notes on my okay. desk uh from watching the first three john wicks and counting all the murders mm-hmm. uh Fun i've got my notes from the D movie oh nice are you going to write about that? Or are you really uh, yeah. notes? Yeah, yeah, I was... No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gary, I, 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 I do think I might write about it yeah. instead of... I'm actually a real weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I do this for all movies. I mean, I was weirder than the guy I was sitting next to who was in Chainmail, so... <laughs> really? Yeah. Yay! He seemed cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, uh, I, We're going to do that for Adaptation Decay at some point, but probably not this month. I think me and uh, Cole in the hotel room are going to stream the movie Gamer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for adaptation. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, from the crank guys. Yep. Time. Time to rip off the gamer bandage. Finally. Uh, and then the D and D movie, which I'm legitimately looking forward to. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm. I think I'm going to do a like the angle for the piece is going to be all the ways it replicates the irritating ways people play D and D. Okay. Um. I'm going to give like one example without spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh. There is a character who is exactly and only the DM's pet NPC that they throw into it to guide you around for a while. Oh, a, and a GM PC. Yeah. And fight. Yeah. And like, they'd get the, all the cool fights and then they just leave. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's great. Have you, no, I'm not suggesting this as an angle for your piece. Have you seen the original D and D movie? Uh, the Jeremy Irons one. Yeah. I have not. No, it's a, it's real fucking rough. Yeah. Uh, which it, I know, looked, you know, you know, the reputation, but it's, yeah. it's not good. Um, it's hard to watch. It's no Die Hard three. It's certainly no Die Hard three or Dead. It's Ringers. worse than all the Die Diehards, and it's worse than Dead Ringers. I'd agree. Or Lion King. Than... I put it about on par with Lion King. I don't like Lion King very much. You don't like Lion King? Not really. Why not? Um, it's got a really long, boring middle. Okay, like but, I, you know, I, think, I feel like the, the setup, like everyone remembers the setup and kind of the climax of it. And then there is roughly 90 minutes of Simba wandering around that is more boring than anything. It's, it's got Hakuna Matata in that part, though. Yeah, I don't care it's, for the little goblin and the, the horse that he hangs out with. Yeah, yeah. But it, I don't know. Be prepared, right? Yeah. Speaking of Jeremy know. Irons. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Not to a Lion King. Gary, mm. what's your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Sword in the Stone. Like, and, and on revisit. Uh, well, yeah, you know what? It's either that or Robin Hood. I love Robin Hood uh, from a kid. And then I like Sword of the Stone as a kid. I watched it as an adult. It's weird and problematic in a lot of pretty fun ways. Yeah. Uh, he, as an adult. He, God, he breaks he, that poor squirrel's heart. Well, the, the wizard is very invested in this child getting laid. Yeah. It, it's constantly, the, lizard, the wizard is constantly making, the wizard, Merlin, is constantly making up songs 
about how natural it would be for this child to turn to a squirrel and fuck another squirrel and how that's only nature and he shouldn't fight with it. Yeah. Like, no, no, fuck this fish as a fish. It is the natural order. And it, yeah. he just, and he sings it. So it comes off as harmless, but it's not. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't seen it in a while, Gary, but you're, uh, you're really selling me on it. It's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's surreal and weird. And it's got Madame Mim, who is uh, low key one of my favorite Disney villains. Madame Mim never shows up, but she's great. Yeah, I've, uh, she's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, played as her. I, I, I played. I've been. I played a villainess. I, I told you about this offline, yeah, yeah. but like, uh, has Madame she, Mim? You, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm back in. Uh, and and uh, her setup is she has to do wizard duels, so she has to like. You put out different forms that Merlin takes, and then you okay. have to find uh, the di- from her deck. You have to find her different forms that will beat that form. Yeah, like I fucking love rock, a wizard's duel, man. Me too. It's phenomenal. That's, That's why I, that, that, it's the one good thing about Quest for Glory Three is it has the most traditional like wizard's duel in it. Mm-hmm. 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 Gary, you want to talk about the Quest for Glory games for a little while? Uh, you know, I have other than the first one, the second one, I the the third and fourth one, which I barely touched. Four is so I, good. Four is so good. I need to, you know, I, I got them all. It's on my retirement list. I just haven't played through them. Five, well, not so much. Yeah. Well, five's the, five's the ARPG one. Like the polygonal one. It does the Gamer Light 3 thing. Yes. Right? And yeah. and yes, is has he- much heavier RPG combat mechanics and is not yeah. uh, not great. Yeah, that sucks. I remember the cover even like looking kind of like dog shit of that one seeing it in uh the wall of software they used to have at eb games mm, they have used software God, that was just like so good yeah uh so many cool weird old pc games from that i feel like i've asked this before what's your favorite uh sierra game oh, uh, non, non-gabriel knight i guess let's say. oh oh boy <laughs> that's gonna be rough uh, torrens pa pa um pass <laughs> i don't think it's that one Torrent's Passage. I don't think it's Torrent's Passage. Police Quest. It's not. It's not Police Quest. It's probably. That's a really tough question. It's probably uh, a Leisure Suit Larry game or something, just because of playing them as kids. Sure. Yeah. As a kid and appreciating like, uh, you know, passionate Patty in the search for pulsating pectorals. Yeah, Gary. Good. Good pull. I think that's what is that three? <laughs> yeah, I think that's three. Uh, Love for Sale, which I think is five. Uh, is uh, that the one that's cartoon animated? Because that's seven. That's the last uh, one. There's a there's a cartoon animated. There's another one uh, where he's at a resort. Okay. It's before that one, I think that's four. I, I it's about time I run the series. Yeah. Being old at this point, every time I remember something and can't, I'm like, well, it's time to spend seventy hours. Yeah. Playing going through, through that. The, yeah. You know, playing through Al Lowe's greatest back. hits. Yeah, I would not, like none of which probably hold up that well. PC Gamer um, just did a ranking of all the Sierra Adventure games, and like I, I want to be in the bag for that. And the perspective is good, but like the first, the the whole bottom thing is Police Quest, and it's just all you play as a cop as the criticism. Oh, well, I'm like, that's very frustrating. Uh, I mean, uh, to be fair, like neat. those games are deeply ir- they're they're neat. They are deeply irritating because they're like if you don't check all the tires on well, your cop car before you drive. Yeah, they're well, it's because they're trying to do something new. They're procedurals. Yeah. Like it's literally kind of a training tool, which is really fucking weird, but yeah, to turn children into cops and Gary loves that. I respect that part of it. That's why you became a dispatcher for a while. It is why I worked in law enforcement. I have worn the badge. I've worn the blue. uh, And I know what it's like Uh, to sing the blues like Everlast. Space Quest four or five. Probably. I love Space Quest. Yeah. Those are, those are really good games. 
Um, uh, five doesn't have voice, unfortunately, because the voice in that is really good. It's Gary Owens is the narrator. Hmm. Oh, there, there's some publisher developer stuff going on too. I'm trying to pull up a, a concise list that's not ranked. Yeah. And Betrayal of Crondor is on there, but that's just published. Not yes. Uh, that's a so. Dynam. Did Dynamics do that? No, that's um. Uh, boy, this is good content. Yeah, Gary, you a Crondor um, guy? You you secretly a Crondor yeah. guy? I'm not, no secret about it. I like Crondor. The books I, I read or those just books? the game? Yeah. Uh, right, Gary, we, we, I, have been t- we have been talking about uh, the Rift War saga this whole fucking time, man. The, the, uh, Pug? No, Gary, it's, Pug. It's Pug. Pug. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, I, yeah, Pug, very long time ago, but I read those. Uh, my aunt, who got me into fantasy books, gave me those after uh, I got done with the Xanth books. Yeah. you grown up a little bit, you can read this. Yeah, you can move from horny to violent. <laughs> yeah, and I did. The, uh, in real life as well. Yeah. Uh, now I'm trying to find this, uh, this big pool. Uh, Freddie Farkas, Frontier Pharmacist. Yeah. yeah, it's another Al Lowe game. Yeah, they, well, it's, it's funnier and it's less gross. You know? Yeah. Possibly. So, uh, yeah, and Sierra. Then, and then King's Quest Six, the one Jane Jensen worked on. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. See, King's Quest is such a fucking, uh, like, I understand they're important. Yeah. They're unplayable for so long. Very. Through, like, like, fi- like five's barely playable you can kind of do it yeah but it's fucking rough i remember and then six on, is one of the like three best games they ever made and then seven's yeah fine. yeah um i gotta play the island of dr brain i don't know about that uh one. that's just like puzzles i think like like yeah. brain teaser puzzles not like not like uh, adventure game puzzles i just like the name of it gary we're at yeah. 52 minutes now we can stop we're, i was having, we, I'm, and I'm having a nice time talking with you yeah, we're just talking about old adventure games. This is yeah. one of our biggest um, uh, Venn diagram crossovers, I think. Yeah. We both really a... like old adventure games. Yeah. Uh, big part of my upbringing. Same. So I, I remember just, picking uh, up, I, I picked up Space Quest Five when I was like 12 or whatever at, at uh, Babbage's. And I was like, okay, let's play this. And I was like, oh my God, this is so funny and good. This uh, this weekend, me and Liv went thrifting, uh, which we do uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. As, and I found a big box, complete in box, sealed copy of Gabriel Knight 3, which is the worst of them. But I sure. want to get all of them in big boxes for my shelf. Oh, for sure. You know, so now I just got to find uh, a big box, The Beast Within. Uh, oh, man. I, I think I've told you before. That was my whole, that was like my white whale for years mm. was finding like when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I spent uh, the longest time. I finally found a copy. I would anytime I was anywhere they sold PC games, I would. Go to my mom and be like, can I, I said, go to my mom. I didn't say go to my mommy. Uh, go to my mom and like, uh, say, can I just go check? And she's like, fine. So I would go over to Sears because they had a little PC games mm-hmm. area. And one day, just sitting there, Ugh. a brand new copy of Beast Within. And I That's hit awesome. it. I hit it because I had to go get the oh. money from mom. So I like hit it under a bunch of other boxes in case some other fucking adventure game nerd in Terre Haute, Indiana in 1996 was like desperate to find this FMV adventure about werewolves. That's incredible. I wish that you had stumbled upon it hidden. Yeah. And then somebody else on another podcast was just like, yeah, I found it and I hid it. Then I came back and it was fucking gone. I wonder a weirdo bought it. And Hey, retronauts, do you hear the kind of gold I'm fucking dropping on this thing? (laughs) And I run the video game section of the AV club. That's me. PC games. Oh, oh, that's not quite true. Couldn't just, tell I'm you just, don't actually listen. Haven't listened for years. Uh, I'm just, I'm, that's me being caddy. Like, not caddy. I'm being joke caddy with friends. I'm, well, I, I was trying to joke caddy back saying I don't listen, which I don't. Ah. But uh, 
Have me on. Yeah. Bob, we've had several conversations that amounted to upwards of 30 words. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'm going to see Bob this weekend. <laughs> Fuck. We're, we're guessing yeah. on each other's things. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm going to slip a picture of you with no explanation into his back pocket. Gary, I need you to do this. <laughs> I don't know if I can slip anything into his back pocket, but I might be able to slip it into like a bag. Gary, can we compromise on that? Because I don't want to accidentally touch his butt and then not have a friend anymore. Sure. I would also accept having a picture of me and wordlessly sliding it across the table to him. <laughs> yeah, done. I, I can make that happen. I'll do it. I'll do it on mic, man. You'll be able to hear it in the episode during the warm up part while Cole's messing with the uh, the, <laughs> the the tech stuff and and I'm doing crowd warm up. Yeah, uh, which is typically what we do. Uh, I will slip Bob a picture of you. Thank you. That's all I need. It's gonna. I can't wait for the reaction to that. <laughs> like, oh, like, and and I won't. So here's the other compromise: is I'm gonna sure. do it during our panel. I'm not gonna do it to him during his. I appreciate panel that. that. We're yes. on. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. I don't. I don't want. To, yeah, like, no, no. I, I, I understand. It's not the kind of thing I'm gonna do in front of Jeremy Parrish. Like. Yeah. That guy is too much of an elder statesman of games to me, like growing up where yeah. he could just feel like dad is going to disown me if I do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, I mean, he's a great, he's not going to be mean about it, but it, <laughs> I just don't want to put myself in a position where I have to explain that joke. I get it. Uh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who am I trying not to be mad and uh, yell that? Uh, no, no ghost. No ghost. <laughs> All right. I have to get a picture of you though. I'm going to print one out. I think 